If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kevin on stage with the lovely and luxurious Miss Kevin on stage. Love of my wife. Life. Love of my life and my wife. Love of, yeah. She looks especially stunning today. Thank you. If I do say so myself. About to put another baby up in her. Bow. <laughs> uh, today we... um. You should time out. Yeah. You should apologize for last week. Oh, Yeah. Last week's podcast, we were a little rusty. We had a lot going on. <laughs> we had drove two hours. I didn't want to do it in the car. She didn't want to do it in the car. We kind of got into a non-speaking argument. You wanted to do it. I didn't want to do I it. I wanted to do it in the car so that I wouldn't be tired when we did do it. It's just weird doing it in the car. I do all my videos in the car, so it feels normal I feel comfortable with that. So we pretty much sat in the car for like an hour, not talking to each other, but not really mad. Just like irritated. He was mad. I wasn't. I was irritated. I wasn't mad. It's always hot in here. I was irritated. You want to open the door? Uh, so then, it's always interesting riding in a car mad. But um, by the time we got to church, we were okay. And then we had went and ate dinner. And then I was tired. And then he was cranky. I was cranky. And then we went and did the podcast. And it just... You were trying to make me talk. It wasn't our best. And she wasn't talking. I wasn't not talking. You were just trying to make me talk. And that's weird. And you were just being like, you ain't gonna make me talk. There's this barber at the shop <laughs> that I go to. And he's he's hilarious. He won't do anything. He doesn't do a lot of stuff. And they always be like, you can't tell him nothing. And he always says, you can ask or you can suggest. <laughs> but you can't tell me to do nothing. I'm a man. You can ask. You can suggest. That's funny. But you can't tell me nothing. Well, and that's that. you. I can ask you to talk. I can suggest. But I can't tell you nothing. No, you always try to force somebody. Yes. Would you like to? No. <laughs> no, I would not. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, before we get started, um, if you would love to support this podcast, in addition to listening, you can go to audibletrial.com slash lovehour. And you can get a free month of books from Audible. And Melissa has her faves, which she lists all the time. And we're working on a Love Hour website that will list all of them. But um, audibletrial.com slash lovehour will give you a free month. And it helps us here at the podcast to keep the lights on. And I will suggest a book with this. One that I've already suggested with this. With this topic. And today we're talking about quality and non-quality sex. One of my uh, Facebook friends spells sex, S-E-C-K-S. Like, y'all having sex. the sex. It's hilarious. She only talks about it like that when she's talking about scandal. Like, look at old Fizz and, or Fizz, Fitz and uh, Olivia trying to have the sex. <laughs> it's it's funny. But anyway, uh, we get a lot of questions about sex in our, <laughs> in the, uh, the Love Hour question box, which is available at Kevin Stage at Gmail, just in the subject, Dear Kevin List, and send us questions. But we get a lot of questions about Sex and one of the common themes is 
Uh, it seems to be men are on one side of sex and women are on the total other side of the spectrum. Sure. Men are like, man, I'm either not getting enough sex, I'm not getting quality sex, or she doesn't want to have sex when I want to have sex. And women are usually like, all he wants to do is have sex. He wants to have sex when I don't want to have sex. All he thinks about is sex. How do I get him on other... So it's like we're on opposite sides um, of the seesaw. Agreed. Did you have something to say? No. I wasn't suggesting. I just, you just looked like no, you had No, I didn't want to say anything. I thought, I didn't think you were going to be the woman, but you did, and you did good. Well, thank you. But yeah, so it's this ever, you know, when you know when people are walking on tight ropes mm -hmm. and they're holding that, that bar yes. for balance, that's the balance of like sex. It's such a, and in addition, the thing about sex, it's such a hard thing to talk about mm -hmm. in general, right? If you got money, it's like, hey, we got to talk about these bills. This cardinal's coming out. What do you want to do? It doesn't seem to be awkward to talk about bills when bills are due. Right. But it seems really awkward to talk about sex when I you want to have sex. You know, you're just like, even sometimes when you like, it's funny when a man, like a woman can sense that her husband wants to have sex, but he don't want to say it. It's that like little bit of magnetic tension, you know, when a mag, oh God, okay, just say it. <laughs> say it. It's a funny story, but it's. No, it's no fine. say it. I say forgot it. that this is video and I shouldn't do that for the people that For those listening, it. Melissa just started touching my arm and she swears up and down that I have a, a tail. Like you know poker people have a tail. Yeah. That when I want to have sex I just start like touching touching her or putting my leg on her. I don't think that's true. Not leg, but you do just start touching. Yeah. It's okay. It's that magnetic tension when you have two magnets magnets. Oh and, yeah, I know. And you push them away. It's that little Juice in the middle, not juice, but <laughs> it's that little power. Uh, but it is hard to be like, and here's the thing. Another thing for married people with children and full-time jobs, it's that both feeling tired and you're just like, oh, I really kind of want to have sex, but I don't want to say anything if she doesn't want to. Uh, I don't want to like submit an email form and be like, hello, wife. Today I was requesting the sex, please. A very little bit sexy. You should, men should have that. All the all the women's would just go to garbage. You know, do you have rules? <laughs> Spam? Do you have rule, email rules? Yeah. They would just, if it, if sex is in the is in the title, spam it. Garbage, 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 Hey, garbage. have you been getting my emails? Garbage. Then? I've been emailing you. Let me check my spam folder. <laughs> I don't know why you were set up to go to spam. That's what happens, though. It is. That's what happens. So anyway, so um, um, again, before we get in depth, one thing we want to say is these, this isn't 100% uh, men are this way, women are this way. Mm -hmm. In your relationship, you it might be the opposite where the man is like not really Interest on, in yeah. and the woman is, yeah. Right. So we're never, anything we say is not the, they're, they're, they're generalizations right. to the majority of people, but there's always exceptions to the rule. So if you are the opposite, you're usually one way or the other, though. Mm -hmm. So if you're not the way men, we're talking about men, then you're the, you're the opposite way. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, even in The Fresh Prince, Uncle Phil was like, Vivian, I'm not a machine. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So it's not always the case. And you know what I've been thinking about? I heard this in marriage enrichment a couple of times from people who've been married for 20 or 30 years. They say that sometimes in early years of marriage, it's one person really wants to have sex. And then as they age... Another person's libido changes, and it, so it's not. It might not even be the same for you throughout your entire throughout marriage. the entire marriage. So, so there's that. 
So I want to talk about this uh, idea of uh, non-quality sex. And um, what that is to men, to me, anyway, it's like when your wife has sex with you, but she don't really want to have sex with you. She does that out of obligation. Yeah, it's obligatory sex. And nobody wants obligatory sex. sex. Nobody wants. I'm just going to say it a lot today. <laughs> um, I talk about the dead fish. And it's just like, um, I've seen it in marriage books before, I think. The dead what? fish. I don't know what you're talking about. When your wife's not into it, she's just like, uh, fine, let's just have sex. Oh, I never heard it called the dead fish. Maybe I made that up. I think you did for sure. Well, I'm going to write a marriage book and put it in there so I can say it's in marriage books. But um, what I mean is that when your wife is having sex with you, but she's, her mind is in another place. So, if, okay, so I'm going to let you finish your thought. But can I say something? Oh, I'm finished. Okay. I was going to say that a lot of times for women, the obligatory sex or when they're laying there as a dead fish as you say they're doing it because they do feel the desire or they have at least the desire to satisfy your need but they're just really not into it mm -hmm. and so it's a fine balance because sometimes a woman could feel like well dang i'm just trying to lay here and be nice um mm. and even that's not enough that's a good point that i never so, thought of yeah so it, it's hard for a woman a lot of times because um, you do feel like, okay, I don't want to, you know, hold out, so to speak. So you do want to fulfill his desire, but if you're not into it, sometimes it's hard to get into it. You know what I mean? What I'm trying to say. It's I'm not, the, going in a circle, it, no, no, you're making sense. It's not like cleaning the kitchen. You don't have to be in a good mood to clean the kitchen. Right. You can clean the kitchen with a stank attitude. Right. You, but the, the kitchen the is day, different. You can cook dinner and be totally ticked off at your husband right. and the, and the food can be amazing. Right. But sex is one of the things that if your heart's not in it, it's it's reflected in, right. you know. And it, and it does the opposite of really what she is trying to accomplish, which is to satisfy a need. But the other thing is that um, something that I've said before is for women a lot, we don't want to feel used. We don't want to feel like we're just there to fulfill a, a desire that a man has that a lot of times for women we just don't have. Right. Just really, I mean, and again, going back to your point earlier, a lot, I mean, some women do have it, but a lot of women don't. And so when we don't feel that need, it's very hard to wrap your mind around um, what a man feels because you just really don't have it. It's like trying to explain to a man having a baby mm. or, or having um, a period and having cramps. It's just hard to explain that when you just, there's no parallel. Yeah. There's really no parallel. And so unless you experience it, it's hard to relate. And so for a woman, because it's not there, sometimes it's even hard to imagine that it's as important to a man as he says it is. Because for a woman, it really is just physical. And for a man, it's more than physical. It really is an emotional an emotional thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the funny thing of, uh, I used to hear in marriage enrichment all the time is like, men don't, we don't need no warm up. For right. sex. There's been times in my life, in our marriage, where I'd be asleep and Melissa could just graze my leg. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hello. Would yeah. you like a little sex? Just let me know. <laughs> and I, it doesn't take no, like, right. you know, it don't take no, it's zero to a hundred real quick. Right. You know, because it's like, it's like just wrap it today. all that blood goes to that other head and your body is like. Hey, I wasn't even thinking about sex. Now I am. And then it's hard not to think about right. sex. It's like, this is, I always get on Melissa about this. Melissa, bless her heart. I love her dearly. She does this thing where she's trying to get her mind ready for sex. So she'll be like, 
you know, if I get home at six early, she'll be like, ooh, you're home early. I got plans for you later. From then on, I'm like, Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And it's like with salt and pepper. <laughs> all the good things and the bad things. Quiet. Yes, that me. may be. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. You so never done that time. It's uh. <laughs> you can't say it. Sorry. So it's um. It's like, and then life just happens. It's like, hey, you know, that's at six, and at that time, she has every intention of of fulfilling that, you know, setup. She's like, I forgot to wear my ring. This is not because. I'm not loving my wife. I just... You just noticed? We just, yeah, we just haven't got ready to leave the house yet. But I wear my ring so often that my finger is light-skinned. That's right. Where my ring usually is. But anyway, she has every intention on fulfilling that need. But you may have to cook dinner, homework, and then, you know, whatever it is. And by 10.30, you might physically be like, man, I'm asleep. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, hey, I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even do the bring-up. If you're going to bring it up, you, you can't. You didn't do the bring up. I, I didn't set the atmosphere. So you can't set it for me and you can't set it and forget it. You know, but that's an ex another example of like your heart is in the right place and then just life happens. Right. And the thing is for men, we don't have to be like, you know how you say women have to be emotionally prepared for sex? We don't need to be. I know. And it, for a man, I would imagine it's hard, just as hard for them to understand that. Yeah. Because it's so physical. It's like if we're arguing, if you'd be like, okay, you want to have sex? I'd be like, yes, <laughs> because I like it. <laughs> Still be mad after. But if you're mad at me, you're, the last thing you want is, is sex. Yeah. In the movies, they always be like makeup sex and, and passion sex. I don't know. I ain't really experiencing all that <laughs> in my marriage. We can be arguing and then agree to make up, then have sex, but be like, I'm just going to be doing the mad sex. Yeah. It doesn't seem to happen like That's that. That's because men write movies. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. We write them, direct them, produce them. We don't even let women be let in Hollywood. Let a woman write a movie with a scene like that. It is not going down like that. That's how all the kissing sounds yeah, on movies. Not happening. I'm so mad at you. You know, and they're like, <clears throat> and they just kiss all hard. That don't be happening in real marriage. No, it doesn't. But that's an interesting, interesting point. The, the thing you brought up about what's almost impossible for you to understand is, is the same way because mm -hmm. we don't have an emotional tie to sex and this is a totally off the subject but men you know have you ever, ever heard men say i had sex with a girl and she didn't mean nothing to me mm -hmm. i was thinking about you the whole time and women be like that can't happen yeah that can happen yeah that's weird that can be like i've talked to a lot of guys who cheated on their wives and they regret it or girlfriends and they'd be like man i don't even know why i don't even love that girl but yeah. Whatever her butt was just fat and that was dumb and I knew it was dumb, but that total like love and sex are not on the same plane. I was listening man. to um, a podcast the other day and this idiot of a guy was on there, um, and he said that if I cheat on a girl and the girl comes back and leaves me, she didn't love me to begin with. And I was like, that's he the probably dumbest. Really believes that. And that's the thing. He was like, really like, no, nah, she didn't love me to begin with. If she leaves me, I came clean. I told her and she leaves me. And I was like, the foolishness <laughs> that are, are spewing from your mouth. I do not understand. Mm -hmm. He went through like a whole list. Of, if I do this and she leaves, she didn't love me. If I do this and she leaves, <laughs> she didn't love me. If I do this and she, but it was like foolish stuff. Like, no, that's grounds to leave. <laughs> It was just really interesting to hear. And, and I feel like some men would really, like, legit feel like that. 
Yeah. And I feel like, and I always think about this. I don't know if this is true, but I feel like the reason the porn industry is, is so, is a billion dollar industry, mostly by men, because sex is not necessarily an emotional right. thing. You can be by yourself with no woman in your physical, you know, um, you know, space. And you'd be like, porn is just cool for me. I don't, you know, like, yeah. I just need to get this out. Yeah, I just need to get this out. And what works for women is the romance novels. Mm-hmm. Let me sit here and read the, the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Christian, oh my gosh, the way he loved because her. Because of his romance. And he touched her in his shoulder so passionately. And maybe like, man, nobody's going to read this book. <laughs> I need to see a butt jiggling on TV. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why a lot of men feel like this. We, I'm going to share this with you, but it, this is not supposed to be shared, but I'm going to share it. And I used to be in like all men's groups at churches. The men would be like, you know, when your wife don't want to do it, you'd be like, man, I might as well be watching porn. Because mm-hmm. if she ain't into it, then I don't even like I you Most men would rather not have sex with a woman who doesn't want to have sex with them than to have non-quality sex. Right. And I would just be like, you know, if you're not into it, I would just go to Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Because at least they're not into it. Which they Pornhub? Know you know what Pornhub is. No, I don't. You never heard of Pornhub? No. Have y'all heard of Pornhub? You've never heard of Pornhub. I have no idea what porn, porn Pornhub is like the biggest porn website in the world. Totally. You never seen a Twitter joke about Pornhub? Pornhub? I don't Instagram? be on Twitter anyway. Oh, they talk about Pornhub on Twitter all the time. Oh, I've never heard of Pornhub. Really? Yeah, no, I'm serious. I've never heard of, of Pornhub. I don't know why you would, though. Yeah, I got a friend, male friends who struggle. Oh, I didn't know. And maybe you're like, hey, man. I didn't know about Pornhub. Yeah, but so that's a real thing. Don't go looking it up on your phone because it's won't, real. Because porn stuff probably spams you anyway. But yeah, so um, the the it's absolutely a hundred percent true that uh, not necessarily that leads to porn, but that's true for a lot of guys. You know, a lot of guys are like, man, that's my wife. Not it's it's the rejection thing. Yeah, like my wife not desiring me sexually makes me feel like my wife doesn't desire me at all. Right, and that that leads to a lot of um. Uh, affairs. Mm-hmm. People are like, you, you know, it's almost the worst thing for men. Are, it's, it's very ego damaging right. to feel sexually rejected by your wife. Right. It's just like, man, that's hurtful. Like, you know, it's not like we can take a lot, but we could take a lot. I could take you making more money. I could take you, you know, there's a lot of things I could take, but you not desiring me sexually and then somebody else showing me that attention, mm-hmm. it's grounds for for very dangerous territory. So how do you fix this, Kevin Fredericks? You know... Or not even fix it. How do you address it? Because I really feel like this is just... It's an ongoing thing that you'll never reach. Like, I've arrived on this. It is something that will you'll forever be working through. Yeah. I found that in my relationship, there's one thing that you can do that leads to quality sex. It's, it's filling your wife's love tank. Love tank and love tank is a term from five love languages. So whatever her love language is, my wife says acts of service and quality time. And I feel like quality time is. I feel like acts of service was for, first when I took the test, but I feel like quality time is it's becoming more important. Probably because I'd be traveling a lot. Maybe that's good to know. But when you when so not like I'm gonna do this so that we can have sex. Mm-hmm. Right, because women can smell that a mile, a mile away. Like, away. 
shark blood in the water. Like, oh, here come a, oh, I'm going to do this. And then say, oh, he done swept the floor. I know what you want. You might as well <laughs> stop sweeping. I'll sweep the floor if this is what, because like, I've been there. Brother, have I tried that? And it's it like, don't y'all, work. y'all know it don't work, but sometimes it works because y'all be y'all y'all honor the, 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 the right. attempt. Sometimes it, but the it, other times you just be like, because we don't want to feel used. Mm. That's what it always boils down to. When you feel like you were just a tool to satisfy a need and you're not like, um, fulfilling our needs but yet we're turning around and doing your you just feel used but still the kitchen got swept i guess what it is is ulterior motive i was gonna say but the motive isn't like yeah let me do this you know because i i want you to want to do the dishes oh god that's such a good scene that's what it is why would i want to do the dishes and here's the thing about me we do almost everything we do with the hope of we might have sex because of this. I know, but y'all need to hide it better, man. Because y'all are the worst. <laughs> and that's the point I was getting to. If you're constantly fulfilling your wife's... Or filling your wife's love tank. So if yours is quality time. If I'm just like, let's watch Netflix and chill. Let's go to the park. Let's, you know, garden. Let's just do stuff. The more you feel loved, the more you'd be like, you know what? I feel like giving myself to him. Because he... But it's not even like I feel like that. It, it's the having a full love tank is the um, precursor to. So it's not like I feel it. You're so filled that that's what naturally comes next. Mm, it overflows even. Yes. Like you're putting so much gas in the car. It's yes. The gas coming out, spilling on the ground. I hate all of your analogies right now. <laughs> That's a good point. And in that sense, it's not a like, it's not a like zero sum, I do X, Y, Z, show sex. Yeah. It's more if I continually do these things. Right. Then she'll feel like, she'll naturally be like, I love him. I want to spend quality time. I go touch him. I go take his underwears off. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that can make a man feel really good if a woman initiates sex. Because we always feel like it's it's us. Yeah. It's always us tapping you on the shoulder. It's always us rubbing your back. It's always us making a warm cup of milk. It's always us. So if it's one time where... And it don't even have to be a lot. It can be like once or twice a week. <laughs> no, but like it seriously doesn't have to be a lot. Anytime your wife like initiates sex to you, you be like... That can probably undo some feelings of rejection. Because there's nothing that makes you feel more wanted when she's just like... Turn the TV off. Turn off Sports Center. Rip her shirt off. Rip her bra off. Take me as I am. If your wife does that, you'd be feeling like you can tell everybody. I'm the man. I'm the man. Why do you have man. a song today on for everything? You have a song on your heart. I got a song on my heart. You do have a song. But you be going to work the next day, like, what's up, man? About to do some work today. <laughs> my wife loves me. Oh yeah, I'm feeling strong. You go to the gym and be like. I've been 700 pounds. You never even lifted weight before. My wife loves me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so strong. Yeah, there's a show about that, but I can't think about it. I mean, a movie scene that kind of captures what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because um, in the last season of House of Cards, I think, Frank was having all the rough, everything was going bad for him. And Claire was just like, going to give you some sex. And the next day he was like... Yeah, that did happen for real. He was like Superman. He was. He like came in, bust the door. Listen up, everybody. I'm the president of these United States. 
Lego. And they were like, okay, Frank, okay, what happened to you? I got sexed. <laughs> but if you like it, you feel strong. So, um, two men, it's got to be a constant fulfilling of your wife's obligations. Love, not obligations, love tank. Mm -hmm. Doing little things with no expected. Right, because um, laying there. Okay, so going back to the obligatory sex, when you do obligatory acts, it's the same. You get obligatory sex. That's a good point. So what can women do? Because if men so, are doing a constant love yes. tank feeling with no expectations of return, expectations of return, what can women do? So for women, I feel like a lot of times, again, this is something that's in our head. Um, we have to, number one, be open to receive whatever it is he's doing and be willing to honor that with non-obligatory sex. But the other thing is, women, we have to learn to feel good about ourselves. When you feel sexy, you'll naturally be sexy. Mm. So I feel like, uh, you know, after your kids, it's easy to, you know, feel like things were high and lifted up and now they're... Swing low, swing yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, they're swinging low. <laughs> um, and so you just have to, you know, your husband doesn't necessarily care about that. And that only matters, but so far, because it really does have to do with how you feel and see yourself. Um so you have to go through and learn to love and appreciate yourself on a daily basis. So that way it's just not one of those things at night that you're trying to turn on. Um, when you're getting up in the morning, you know, feel good about it. Take some time, get dressed, feel good about who you are and how you look and how you present yourself to the world. And it'll help you feel better. Um, another thing that um, helped me is, again, this book that I read called the Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex. It is a fantastic book. And while it is kind of targeted toward women who've been like kind of good girls forever, she does just really have great tips in there on how to stir up your inner sex pot, as um, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey said when she had that episode. Um, I'm trying to find that, the book. Here it is. I don't know if you guys will be able to see that. Nope, you can't. No. Um, it's called The Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex by Sheila Ray Gregoire. Um, it's a really, really, really great book. It's available on audible.com. Um, you can get you your can get free to, trial. You, you can get your first free book. Um, definitely recommend. It's a really great book. Um, and it will help you like put into practice some of the things that we're saying. And again, just going back to episode 11, if you haven't watched it, listen to it, go listen. Um, and I talked about my own campaigns that I've gone through. Those are things that helped me kind of stir up my inner sex pot. And recognizing that sex isn't something that God created just for man. It is something, men, it is something that he created for the enjoyment of women as well. And so you have to go through the process of learning to um, appreciate sex, honor sex, and enjoy sex for what it for what it really is. So that way you're not just doing it and it feels like something you're doing solely. You get nothing out of it and you're just doing it for your husband. And again, this is a process. It's not something that you'll, um, you know, be really good at all of a sudden. And now from here forward, you're just, this is great. It's something you'll have to continue to, to work on. Yeah, because there'll be days where you just are, you just start trying. Yeah. Just like, man... I wonder if women should be like, hey, I wonder if you, and I don't know, I'm just literally thinking this out loud. I wonder if you said, hey, I, I'm tired, I, I want to fulfill your needs sexually, so give me, like, the benefit of the doubt. And be like, you know what, I respect that. Would that work for you? I don't know. I feel like I hadn't thought about that until you said it. Mm. Like, you were trying, 
And I think that just at least gives us a little glimpse into your mind because what it feels like is you just want nothing to do with me mm-hmm. or the woman, you know. But if you were like, look, I just have had a long day, but I understand. I want, you know, I'm going to give you my best. I'd be like, you know what? I'll take that because now it's more framed and it doesn't sound like, you know, like when you hear nothing, your mind always thinks the worst yeah, that's true. of it. So if you were to say that, I probably feel like it'll be um, understandable, more understandable than, than hearing nothing. Uh, one thing I used to hear in men's conference a lot was preheat the oven. It's women's sex is more like a crock pot. It's a slow boil. Um, you you start early in the day. But it, here's the thing, though. This is why this is not necessarily good. Start early in the day with like a sweet text yeah. and do this thing. But if you do that only on days you want to have sex, then she's going to know it. Right away. She's going to come like, oh, here he goes, sending a uh, good morning text. If you never do that, she's going to be like, okay, right. well, he's do- he wants sex later tonight. And it's going to have, it's going to be counterproductive. It's going to ba- it's going to backfire. Right. It will backfire. Yeah. So you're better off just doing those things all the time, doing the little sweet things all the time without any automatic expectation of sex. And then you might be surprised sometimes. I feel like that's fair. And again, this Melissa said this a couple of times, and I think it's so true. It's not going to be uh, once you do this, this is perfect. Like, oh, we heard, heard this podcast. We read this book. Now I got it. You're going to just like with anything else. It takes time. It takes practice. You're going to relapse. You're going to have days where the sex doesn't feel that great or days where you don't feel like doing it, but you do it anyway. Just like learning to lose weight. You're like, I'm going to, you know, people start off, I'm going to do two a days only eating broccoli for my life. And on Wednesday, you were eating, you're at Cold Stone. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but if you know that, even if you just have Cold Stone, then you're, okay, I'm back on it the next day. And that's kind of how it is with these things. It's, it's, a, it's a continual uh, process of getting better. It's not a, one day you hear this stuff and then you your sex life is great for the rest of your marriage. Because right. the other thing um, that happens is, you, you mentioned this like after you have kids, there's a lot of things that happens in a wife's, in a woman's body and, and thinking structure after she has kids. And even after life happens, after your parents divorce, you start thinking of something mm-hmm. different. After you know, a friend that's been a long time married, something happens. Like the way you see yourself, if you gain weight, mm-hmm. you your wife might have felt super sexual, and then she gains fifteen pounds. She don't see herself as beautiful. She's not gonna want to have sex. Same thing could happen for a man. He looking in the mirror and not happy with his body. He might not feel like you desire him sexually. You know what I mean? So as life happens, that stuff happens. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you look in the mirror and you don't feel good about yourself. It's hard to go and then just right. be naked. You know what I mean? Very so, true. so, so that's why I say it's going to be a, a constant balancing act. It's a constant process because things are going to happen in your life that you're not expecting, and you just got to deal with it. Right. You know right. what I mean? Um, anything else you want to say? No. So to recap, to support the podcast, go to <laughs> audibletrial.com/slash/lovehour. Sign up for a free month. Uh, Women, men notice when you don't be there all the way. We notice sex. when we don't be there. When y'all don't be all there all the way for sex, we notice, and it's not no bueno. And men, women notice when you're only doing activities in hopes of sex. Mm-hmm. So you're better off doing activities continually and fulfilling. I keep saying fulfilling, but I mean filling her love tank and having her love overflow so much that she entertains the idea of sex um, so much. And here's one thing I want to say. I don't know that there's a r- amount of sex that happens per week that makes people always say, well, I got sex three times a week or three times a month or once a week or seven. Like, I don't know that there's a balance yeah. of what feels like the I'm right not, amount. Yeah. I don't even know how you can find that. I don't think that exists uh, going 
back to just kind of what we hear a lot in our questions is about quality and not necessarily quantity. That's true. Because good, good, clean, quality sex, that'll hold you. For 24 hours. For, for It's like meatloaf and, and mashed potatoes. <laughs> that'll stick to your ribs. 24 hours. <laughs> but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, though. Like, if we had great, great, great sex on a Sunday night, you know, on August 9th, if we had great sex that night, <laughs> yes, that's today. If a Monday and Tuesday goes by, it ain't nothing happened. Wednesday and Thursday could go by. I'll be like, hey, you know that's Sunday, though. Ooh, doggy. That's not true. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't want it, but at least I'll be like, boy, that's Sunday, though. Oh, my God. Ooh, doggy. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say? Yes. If you want to send us questions, like I said, we, we usually call the questions from a lot of people, but sometimes we answer a specific question, um, but we get this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But send the question to Dear Kevin List at Kevin Stage. Or wait, Dear Kevin List, Kevin Stage at gmail.com. That's the email address. Um, and the podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. And you can find Melissa Fredericks at... Um, Miss Kevin on stage on Instagram and Melissa Fredericks on Facebook. Melissa.Fredericks. Melissa, whatever. Oh, I guess you can just search for your yeah, name. Just search my name. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I only show up during award shows. Really? That is the absolute <laughs> truth. <laughs> and you can find me and Kevin on stage on Snapchat, my latest thing that's fun. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, we also have thought about doing a Love Hour on Periscope. Oh, yeah, we did. But we haven't done it yet. So stay tuned for that. Follow our other social media because that's where you'll find us if we decide to do that. If and when. I think we will do. We just don't know when. All right. Till next week, guys. Babiosa. Bobby Pocha. (laughs) And JoJo's back.